0: Hi, campers. Welcome to
1: Museum Camp. I'm Megan. I'm Madison. Hello, and thank you for joining us. It's Immature History, your weekly dose of weird stories stripped straight from Wikipedia
0: and the internet in general. Open up your mouth. It's time for your medicine. Yep. In gonna, the form of weird history. We're
1: going to mama bird you some, <laughs> some weird history, <laughs> and I'm going to start. Okay, uh, This is Operation Cat Drop. Okay. From Wikipedia. All it's right. a real short but sweet little guy. Okay, cool. Okay. Um Operation Cat Drop is the name given to the delivery of some 14,000 cats. Too many. Too many cats <laughs> by the United <laughs> Kingdom's Royal Air Force to the remote village of Sarawak in the British colony of Borneo in 1960. Had to be a prank.
0: No yeah. one wants 14,000 cats. No one
1: wants 14,000 cats. <laughs> Um, the cats were flown out of Singapore and delivered in crates dropped by parachutes Oops. as part of a broader program of supplying cats to combat a plague of rats.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, sure. Like, it's very much the Always Sunny episode. It's the Always Sunny
1: episode. <laughs> it's like some, it's like if, um, The Amazing Race, yeah. if like Tom and Jerry were on it. Sure. Um, it's, oh
0: it's my just, God. it's a lot to Wow! To
1: unpack, <laughs> uh, the operation was reported as a "quote unquote" success yeah. at the time.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Some newspaper reports published soon after the operation reference only twenty-three cats being used. However, later reports state as many as fourteen thousand cats Come were used. On. So it's like somewhere between twenty-three <laughs> and fourteen
0: thousand. <000. laughs> <laughs> Anywhere between there, I mean, you know, Jesus Christ.
1: Um, an additional source refers, references a quote unquote recruitment drive for 30 cats a few days prior to Operation (laughs) Cat Drop. (laughs) Are
0: you joking? The idea that
1: you had to like bring a cat in for...
0: A job interview yeah <laughs> so in a little tie good. oh my god i bet you it was yeah. a terrible interview yeah.
1: yeah and like how do you do like a skill assessment do you just like get into a box and then fling yourself off of the counter yeah
0: <laughs> what's the
1: what's the oh plan? my god uh the cat population had been reduced as an unintended consequence of the world health organization spraying the insecticide uh ddt i'm not gonna read the whole thing that's like a hundred letters yeah have you ever looked at what the full
0: y- word is yeah and and just you know stop
1: doing that dichloro
0: scientists absolutely have to fucking chill
1: why yeah can they just call it like
0: herbert yeah <laughs> um <laughs> Name it a name like we do with hurricanes. Please. Everyone likes that. Every, yeah, it's really <laughs> helpful.
1: Um, so the insecticide for malaria and housefly control. Mm-hmm. This event is often referenced as a cautionary example of the problems that may arise from well-intended human interventions mm-hmm. in the environment, or of unintended consequences more generally, and particularly how frameworks such as systems thinking or whole systems thinking can more effectively forecast and avoid such negative consequences. Mm. That was a long sentence. Basically, <laughs> humans should just stop trying.
0: Just you know, don't try to fix your problem—the problem that 14, you made. Cats.
1: Yeah, yeah. The answer is probably not fourteen thousand cats. The
0: answer is <laughs> it's also almost never.
1: It's almost never that. It's also mostly not ever 23 cats
0: yeah (laughs) like
1: we're just gonna i'm just gonna nip that in the bud
0: yeah please
1: um (laughs) operation cat drop was initiated to stop a plague of rats which was the result of tens of thousands of cats dying from eating lizards that contain high concentrations of ddt i mean this is the worst (sighs) circle of life Uh, The lizards became feeble due to the DDT in their systems, which rendered them easy prey. I mean, we are knocking them out like dominoes. Oh,
0: my God. It's so fucked up. This food chain is falling apart. Yeah, it
1: really is. Uh, The domino effect started by the application of DDT uh, is stated in... The domino effect started by the application of DDT is stated in a National Institute of Health article. One source question, and then it's a colon, and then it just seems to move on. Cool. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Whoops. (laughs) Uh, One source questions whether the cats died only from DDT or from additional insecticides in the food chain, such as Dieldrin. Okay. Dieldrin was used in Sarawak only only during 1955, and due to its higher level of toxicity, was discontinued. So it was almost worse
0: cool oh cool, my cool, cool, god cool cool. cool 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 and they're just like how can we blame this on anything yeah. but ourselves yeah
1: lizards yeah. come on lizards. if you had just not eaten this dangerous chemical we wouldn't have this problem it's always the lizards god, i swear to
0: god The lizards
1: and the lizard people uh, ddt was sprayed from 1953 until 1955 additionally there are multiple reports of cat deaths in other ddt ddt spray locations such as bolivia mexico and thailand as a result of cats ingesting lethal levels of this neurotoxin in several of these cases the cat fatalities were the result of cats licking their fur after brushing up against a wall or other surface sprayed with ddt it's Uh, so sad cats gonna lick their fur it's just a thing they do
0: that's their whole thing
1: um okay similar projects just a quick thing
0: glad
1: it's happened more than once it's happened more than once <laughs> it's gotten weirder um there have been various other projects involving involving delivering animals by parachute <laughs> just don't they can't consent Please. they can't sign a waiver so That's don't let them do it
0: so hideous of us to it's do that
1: terrible oh. video footage purporting to show an aerial drop of beavers no <laughs>
0: That's cute. That's cute. Imagine too, like a teeny tiny little parachute. Oh my god!
1: I know, and it's wearing like a little helmet. Yeah, it has to. (laughs) Yeah,
0: their little hands. Oh, Uh,
1: intended to improve water
0: quality. The tail just flapping. Yeah, it's just like
1: guys. uh,
0: Guys, hello, hello.
1: (laughs) Um, intended to improve water quality appeared in October 2015. Now I don't know anything about beavers marine life yeah lake life any of that Uh but like if there's if a brita filter exists sure surely we can do something more in that realm than in the
0: parachuting (laughs) beavers realm well they wanted to make it more natural you know yeah can't make a human-made dam we must get the beaver yeah the beavers have to do
1: it a utah division of wildlife resources restocks its quote high elevation lakes and streams with tiny trout (laughs) <laughs> Dropped directly.
0: No parachute. Oh.
1: Uh, like, from an aircraft flying 100 to 150 feet above the water.
0: Okay. There's no way that impact didn't, like, yeah. kill a bunch of them. Yeah.
1: And also, it's like, if you're only 100 to 150 feet above the water, can't you just, like, dump them in? Like,
0: why do you have to involve an airplane? <laughs> Could you not just land?
1: Could you not simply walk? <laughs> and, like trout yikes just can't you just i don't know how fish work can't you just put like a bunch of fish eggs in there and then a few days later they'll hatch surely like fish don't their fish life work. cycle is not
0: very long no they're so they're you should sprouting probably
1: quick. yeah yeah like i just i mean i'm no scientist
0: no and thank god and thank god because <laughs> i'm
1: if a real scientist is listening they're no longer listening yeah <laughs> Click. they're like this they stupid bitch up. yeah <laughs> Um, and that is Operation Cat Drop. Wow, and associated parachuting animals. I love
0: it. I love it. it. Thank I you. love it. I picture, hate it. I love it. Yeah, I hate it a lot, but I do love to picture a tiny animal with a teeny tiny parachute. Yeah, just and like, they're like they're like on a spy mission. Yeah. It's oh, so cute. Yeah, sunglasses probably. <gasps> Aviators. A for a cat and a little like briefcase. Oh, they have to have a briefcase. They have to
1: have the briefcase for the recruiting interview. That's right.
0: That's right, the tiniest briefcase. (laughs) (laughs) There's just catnip in it. Um, (laughs) Okay, I'm going to take a a slightly different turn here. Sure. um, And read a Wikipedia article that I think it's high time we talk to our audience about. Sure. Um, So I'm going to read the Wikipedia page for Cincinnati Chili. (gasps) Oh, Here we go. Oh, I'm so hungry. <laughs> okay. Cincinnati chili is a Mediterranean spiced meat sauce used as a topping for spaghetti or hot dogs, otherwise known as conies. Both dishes were developed by immigrant restaurateurs in the 1920s. In 2013, Smithsonian named one local chili parlor one of the quote, 20 most iconic food destinations in America. Has to be Skyline, they Has didn't to be. say. It's not Gold Star. It's not Gold Star. (laughs) Um, Its name evokes comparison to Chili Con Carne, but the two are just similar in consistency, flavor, and serving method. <laughs> sure. So everything.
1: So everything. everything it's everything, literally it's not chili. Not at all. It just they both have the word chili. Yeah. And a lot of Venn diagrams are popping into my head. Yeah. Today, so one is chili con carne and Cincinnati chili, and the only thing in the middle is that they both have the word chili, chili. in them. The other one that's popping into my head is um, spaghetti and
0: hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Only thing they have in common is that you put Cincinnati chili
0: on them. That's so true. (laughs) Wow. There really is nothing else. Yeah. Um, Cincinnati chili more closely resembles Greek pasta sauces and spiced meat hot dog topping sauces seen in other parts of the United States. Ingredients include ground beef, water or stock, tomato paste, spices such as cinnamon, nutmeg, allspice, clove, cumin, chili powder, bay leaf, and in some home recipes, unsweetened dark chocolate in a soupy consistency. Yes. And you guys, if you've never had it, what do you, what do we say to people who have never had it? I it's it's just more of a meat sauce. <laughs> it's a meat sauce. It's not
1: chili. It's absolutely I, not you chili. You don't eat a bowl of it. <laughs> oh, can I mean, you I imagine? Would, I would. Maybe I might right now. I would eat a large bowl I would eat a it. large bowl right yeah. now. But you, but you would That's not what you do. Yeah. Yeah. You put it. It's a meat sauce. Yeah. Just very light on the tomato.
0: Yeah. And I think that's the issue with most like outsiders trying it is they go in expecting. Yeah. Which
1: understandably, it literally says chili. It, that's on That's literally on the, the name. name. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah,
1: it's just a, it's just a sauce. Yeah. It's not that weird. Nah
0: customary toppings include cheddar cheese <laughs> this is where it gets weird uh, this is where it gets weird cheddar cheese <laughs> onions and beans specific uh combinations of toppings are known as ways <laughs> the most popular order is a three-way Ew. we love to order it too i love a three-way. as a kid when i had to order a three-way i'd be like oh my god i know
1: <laughs> i know it's so and like that's always where you go after church too. yeah always after church it was just some sort it's like an outlet yeah, 100%. so you have you're in church, and then all of a sudden you just have to make a sexual innuendo. You
0: have to. <laughs> <laughs> it's all pent up. Um. So the three way, which adds shredded cheese to the chili topped spaghetti, uh, a two way, while a four way or five way adds onions and or beans before topping with the cheese. Ways are it's so weird to call them ways. Ways <laughs> are often served with oyster crackers and a mild hot sauce. God. I'm so hungry. <laughs> okay, I did not read this next sentence before we started this, and I'm crying. Cincinnati chili is almost never served or eaten by the bowl. There you go. <laughs> it would be weird. It would be. It would be weird too. It'd be weird, but I'd be into
1: it. Because it's like if you just had like a bowl of like, I don't know, bolognese sauce. <laughs> like, yeah, I'd also eat that I'd if you put it that. in front of me. But,
0: but I'm not gonna go out of my way to prepare it that way. No, that'd be. That'd be weird. You need some carbs with it. Yep. Uh, Cincinnati chili originated with immigrant restaurateurs who were trying to expand their customer base by moving beyond narrowly ethnic styles of cuisine. Uh, Tom and John Kiradjiff, I think, immigrated from the village of, oh my God, <laughs> H- Rupista, uh, fleeing ethnic rivalries and bigotry in the fallout from the Balkan Wars and World War I in 1921. They began serving a stew with traditional Mediterranean spices as a topping for hot dogs, which they called conies in 1922 at their hot dog stand located next to a burlesque theater called The Empress, which they named their business after. Cute. Cute. Tom used the sauce to modify a traditional dish speculated to have been pastizio, uh, moussaka, or salsa kima to come up with a dish he called chili spaghetti. He first developed a recipe calling for the spaghetti to be cooked in the chili, but changed his method in response to customer requests and began serving the sauce as a topping, eventually adding grated cheese as a topping for both the chili spaghetti and the conies, Also in response to customer requests. Those customers are always right. I mean, in this case. In this case. Yes. (laughs) Um, To make ordering more efficient, the brothers created the way system of ordering. The style has since been copied and modified by many other restaurant proprietors, often Greek and Macedonian immigrants who had worked at Empress restaurants before leaving to open their own chili parlors. Often following the business model to the point of locating their restaurants adjacent to theaters. Okay, love that. I also have always thought
1: it's so funny that we call it a chili parlor. Yeah, like it's like parlors are for ice cream and chili. Yeah, that's it. Yeah,
0: it's so (laughs) it's so
1: needlessly formal. Yeah, step into the parlor and slurp down some chili (laughs) on spaghetti.
0: You're gonna love it. You're You're gonna gonna have heartburn. Empress was the largest chili parlor chain in Cincinnati until 1949 when a former Empress employee and Greek immigrant, Nicholas Lambrinides, started Skyline Chili. We love it. In 1965, four brothers named Dowd immigrants from Jordan bought a restaurant called Hamburger Heaven from a former Empress employee. They noticed that the Cincinnati Chili was outselling the hamburgers on their menu and changed the restaurant's name to Gold Star Chili. Did you know it started as a hamburger joint?
1: No, but we were actually just talking the other day about how apparently Gold Star has really good burgers.
0: That's what everyone says, but but I
1: can't. I can't confirm that from a primary source. It's like I've never talked to someone who is about it who has been like, oh, yeah, I've had one and they're great.
0: Yeah, it just seems to be the lore and I can't what am I gonna do? Abandon Skyline and go to Gold Star to find out? I don't know. I I I, mean I would
1: do it for the science of it, because you know I love a good burger. I love a good burger. And so if they do have a good burger. I'd have to do takeout. for the shame of it all yeah for the shame of it i'd have to like have an employee meet me out back by the dumpster (laughs) i'm wearing a full
0: disguise yeah oh yeah trench coat trench coat (laughs) Um, as of 2015, Skyline with over 130 locations and Gold Star with 89 locations were the largest Cincinnati Chili parlor chains, while Empress had only two remaining locations, down from over a dozen during the chain's most successful period. And I don't know if any still exist. I've never been to an Empress Chili.
1: No, it sounds familiar, but I, I don't know if it's just because
0: I've seen like old pictures. Yeah. Or what? Maybe. Um, I'm going to skip through a little bit of this, um, but they do say outside of Jordan, chili house as of 2020 had locations in Iran, Iraq, Libya, Oman, Palestine, Turkey, and Qatar, um, which I think is pretty cool. Um, they mention Arnold's bar and grill classic. There was one more thing I wanted to grab from here. Uh, okay. They do go on to talk more about the plain bowl of chili. So let's okay. Let's dive in.
1: <laughs> there, also, I just am looking it up. There is at least one Empress Chili. Oh, we and should it's try in it. Alexandria, Kentucky. Okay, let's do it. Okay,
0: twist my arm. Very few customers order a bowl of plain chili. Most chili parlors do not offer plain chili as a regular <laughs> menu item. Which is so funny to think of them like denying so you that? Like yeah. they
1: would never. They're so nice. They're and literally. They're the just nicest. like yeah, whatever you want.
0: Yeah, hun. Uh, Polly Campbell, former food editor of the Cincinnati Inquirer, calls ordering a bowl of Cincinnati chili "quote ridiculous." Would you order a bowl of spaghetti sauce? Because that's what you're doing. Exactly. <laughs> and I did just look at the Empress menu, and
1: the first thing on there is bowl of chili. <laughs>
0: they're giving the people what they want yeah
1: they're leaving their options open it can't
0: hurt them to have that on there it's not any extra work (laughs) this is so funny i feel like we've already talked about so much of this but in a 1991 edition of joy of cooking um they said quote we suggest you think of it as macedonian bolognese sauce instead oh my god we are we are killing it so smart yeah chili um Anthony Bourdain called it, quote, the story of America on your plate. Ah, God bless. God bless. R.I.P. R.I.P. This goes on forever and ever. Everyone knows Cincinnati chili. Some people hate it. Some people love it. Some people have never tried it. Mm -hmm. Everyone has an opinion on it. Everyone does. And I love it. (laughs) I would eat it right now. Same. I would literally eat it right now. And I love the history of it. I think it's so fucking cool. I know. I love that, too. Love it. Uh. And if you're not from Cincinnati or if you've never had it, come have a bowl of chili (laughs) with us. Come have a bowl of chili with (laughs)
1: us. You can also usually get it at any Kroger-branded grocery store, like King's Supers or City Market or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, And they have one in
0: Florida, I think, too, in Orlando. Yeah, they have a few restaurants, I think,
1: in Florida randomly. Yeah. Um, But yeah, you can try the canned stuff. It's not quite the same. No it's great it'll do it'll do in a pinch um it's very good
0: very good what's your order when you go just a
1: classic three-way okay love it and i just load her up with oyster crackers you got and then the other thing that i never see mentioned in this Uh uh-huh but after you have your skyline yeah you go up to the counter and you pay and you get your and you get a york peppermint patty Mm -hmm. and they're like 10 cents 20 cents But it's probably 30 cents now with inflation. oh god, inflation. Um, but it is part of it's like it's like a Pavlovian response now where it's like after chili, (laughs) I'm like, I need something chocolatey and minty. minty. It's weird, yeah. That's so why am I drooling? (laughs) How about you? What's your order?
0: I love a three way, I also love a coney. Um, and I gotta do mustard on it when I I do a coney. I do like a coney. I've tried many different things at Skyline. Most people stick to their one order. Yep. But I like to, you know, when I go, yeah. Mess around, see Man. what's up. They have great salads. Mm. They're Chilito. Of if you like a burrito is pretty good. Yes. That
1: is a funny one because it's just spaghetti wrapped in a
0: tortilla. It's so funny. I love it's that it is. It's so exists. funny. A Chilito. <laughs> I also love chili cheese fries. You can't go Oh, how could
1: I forget chili cheese
0: fries? So good.
1: CCF. CCF. Um, (laughs) God, I love Skyline so Mm. much. Mm. Thanks, Cincinnati. And thank you, campers, uh, for listening in and for hanging out with us. We love you. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs)